Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be on. It is 2024 and I am back with my fifth season. Can you believe that? It has been five seasons With my podcast, Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. I'm super excited about this. I'm also super excited because last year I literally could not do the podcast. Um, So let's get into just a little bit of of that. Um, For first time listeners, thank you all for tuning in. For my old heads, thank you all for staying with me and picking up where you left off every time I run a podcast. So thank you all. Welcome in. Well, last year was a very tough year for me. Um, For those of you all know that I moved to a new state and apparently this state doesn't agree with me. I am allergic to the state. So I dealt with so many, um, and it's probably, even though my nose is always sound like this, I sound even more nasally than usual. Um, but that's usually my talk, but no, it's literally because I have been dealing with allergies since I stepped foot in the state. Okay. But last year it came to a head where I was just like, Having, you know, sinus infection after sinus infection to the point where I had double pneumonia. Um, I had uh, uh, bronchitis. My asthma has flared up again. So I'm, I'm on like four or five different medicines, four or five different uh, uh, asthma inhalers. It was really bad last year to the point where I could not walk. I couldn't talk. My lungs were just shot and not to be outdone. I got COVID for the very first time in my entire life of having this whole COVID thing, which started, what, three, four years ago? I never got COVID. I was always careful, and I was careful this time. I am convinced that my husband, with his dirty self, because y'all know he's a truck driver, I'm convinced that he brought it in here. Thank God I was vaccinated. For those of you all who do not like to be vaccinated, that's your um your your thing I am very proud to be vaccinated um and with the fact I was terrified of getting it because I always thought about the people who died because their lungs lungs collapsed or because they had asthma or were obese and so I was terrified I mean I walked around terrified and I finally got it and it was not as bad as my husband who was in the next room coughing up lungs and about to die. Okay. I literally, you know, couldn't breathe. I was unable to walk. It was a, it was this particular COVID. Um, uh, uh, I guess the, this particular variant was, it's a lot different from some of the other ones, but it was like that pounding headache that I got. So I got COVID. It lasted. I got over it. I felt better afterwards. Um, last year just was a tough year. I lost a very close friend last year. 
I lost my dad last year and my son lost his other granddad. Um, so both of his granddaddies are gone right now. So it was a really tough year last year. Um, I took a lot of L's last year, you know, and that was going to actually start the podcast with, um, that topic. But then since we are in the month of love, I just felt like this topic needed to be, um, the topic that we discuss today. So now that I got all of the pleasantries out of the way, y'all know where I have been. Y'all know why I wasn't showing up, but I'm feeling much better. Um, my lungs are feeling much better. I am taking the medications that I need to take. Um, I'm losing some weight. So I'm super, super excited about that. Um, I'm just going to keep going. Um, I am what resilience looks like. I am what, you know, not letting what happens to me keep me down looks like. Okay, so welcome to 2024. We are in my fifth season of Girl Your Journey Starts Here podcast. And like my first lady said yesterday or one of the women um, I heard this morning on our little um focus factor more in 2024 so get ready for the podcast to drop again every friday um more interviews more topics um more tools and tips to help you get through your healing journey all right so let's get into today's topic so girl your journey starts here where strength intertwines with vulnerability and healing becomes an empowering anthem for every woman claiming her power that is our motto this year we are reclaiming our power okay we've been hurt long enough we've you know we've been dealing with the trauma we were dealing with the losses this year we are going to be reclaiming our power and we are going to heal be healthy and hold again so since it's February and we are in the month of love, today's topic, love like you have never been hurt. Yes, let me say that again. Love like you have never been hurt. One thing about love, okay, when you have been hurt, you have a tendency to cut love off from everybody. And I'm speaking actually for myself. And if you felt how I have been feeling, then of course, you know, you understand. I have put my blood, sweat, and tears into so many people that I loved to only have them backstab me, betray me, do me so wrong and dirty that it's to the point this year I don't even want to love anybody anymore. And last year I took an L on a friend that I had, you know, I thought this person was my friend, this friend, this person decided that, no, you're not that much of my friend, but other people are, which I'm cool with. But all of the lies, all of the, I love you's all of the, the, all, all of the, I love you sis. Oh my God. That word, all of that whole, that whole thing has gotten on my whole nerve. I love you, sis. I'm here for you, sis. But last year when I took a L, when I was down and out, when my back was on, up against the wall, I didn't hear from none of those sisters. And the people that were there for me, the one friend, decided to throw back up in my face the one thing they did for me. Okay, no, two things. 
And I was devastated. And I just started saying to myself, I have, I'm tired. I'm tired of loving a man, which was my dad, who I took care of. And y'all already know the story. And you can go back and listen to some of the old podcasts. A man that I took care of, who never took care of me, who did bad things to me, to betray me again. So I'm at the point, you know, where I got family members who say they love me and betray me. I got my mom who says she loves me, but their actions speak louder than their words. So I was going, I'm getting to a point where I didn't want to love anybody anymore. Even with my spouse. I love him to death, but not at the expense of the foolery. And it got so bad last year. And, you know, I want to say even just last month that I was like, I'm giving up on love. I'm giving up on loving people. I don't want to hear that, hear that word from people. People use the word. I love you so freaking loosely, you know, like it's just anything. But then your actions, I have watched all of my so-called sister's actions. I've watched people close to me. I've watched their actions. And none of them loosely could go with the love word. We're supposed to love each other like the Bible. We're supposed to love our neighbors like we love ourselves. And I wasn't getting it back. I was not getting it back. There were so many people that I went to bat for. There were so many people that I genuinely cared about. Poured my heart and soul into these people to get rejected. So that got me thinking about never, ever doing this again. I'm not loving again. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to have a friend. I don't want the people at my church. I don't want nobody to say they love me. I don't want nobody to tell me that word. I was ready to cut this word off just the other day. I didn't want to hear this word anymore. I even posted on my Instagram account or on all my social media that be mindful of people that say that word. I love those words. I love you. I love you, sis. I'm so sick of hearing it. I am still sick of hearing that. I love you, sis. I got you, sis. I love you. Because when it comes to when you need that love, it turns into the gossip. It turns into rejection. It turns into, well, I do love you, but, you know, right now you're a little drag on me, so I got to go over someplace else. But I was ready to give up on love just the other day till the point when I got to walking. And yes, I do. I walk my pup twice a day. So when I tell my clients, go out in nature. And anybody who knows me knows I cannot stand nature. <laughs> I am scared of everything. But this is the perfect time to walk because I don't see the snakes. I don't see the iguana-like lizards um, here <laughs> because they are out, honey. Um, but it's been kind of cold. But I love to go out in nature. I'm learning so much about nature. I mean, the other day I learned about what a donkey does because I saw a donkey in one of the yards because I live out in the country area. And I'm like, oh, my God, what does what does a what purpose does a donkey serve? So the young lady told me. But my point is, when I'm out in nature, I'm thinking when I'm out in nature, I'm creative. When I'm out in nature, I'm talking to God and I ask God, I'm like, I'm, I feel so bad. My heart is broken. I'm out here. I still don't have any friends. 
that I hang out with. Um, and I'm so afraid to take friends in again because I'm like, you know, that last friendship did me just, it did me in because it was such a one-sided relationship. Now that I know again, just nothing but a, 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 a whole 10 year worth of lies, just lies. And, but genuinely to, to be on, to, to, to be honest, I am very, very happy that this person is eight is gone. I'm not to the point where I am sad or mad at the person, but the person needed to spread they, their wings. And I am so happy that this person is able to get away from me because the lies were starting to catch up. But I am so proud of this person and I want this person to be and do what they need to do. I just don't have the capacity anymore to deal with fake love. Okay. And so again, another post I made this year, this year, we're not cutting people off. We're letting them be. So if they can be someplace else, let them be someplace else. Let them go lie and do whatever they're going to do with other people. But I don't have the brain capacity anymore for that. So I was walking, I was talking to God and I was like, I, I can't handle letting somebody else come in here because I am sick of being hurt. I'm sick of that word love. Nobody loves me. Because yet last year showed me that people showed me we care about you. We probably want to get your business, but we don't really love you like that. I've seen people. I live in this state. I've seen people jet set and fly everywhere else in the world except fly here to Texas for me. I've seen people, my father passed and I didn't get four or five phone calls from people. I mean, it was just a lot last year. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. I quit my sorority because I'm like, I'm not going to be a part of so-called sisterhood when it's cliquish. I'm not going to be there with people. And I'm okay with them doing that. But I don't have the capacity in my mind and, and, and in, my, in my spirit and in my soul to deal with a bunch of over 40-year-old women clicking the freak up. Like, why are we still clicking up? We're over 40. Like, grow up. And, I, and, and, and I'm like, but yet, I always heard, I love you, sis. I love you, sis. I've been out of the organization for almost two months. One person has six. Hey, you know, how you doing? Do you get what I'm saying? Action speaks louder than words. But they've been using this, I love you, sis. So loosely. And I cannot stand people who lie. I can't stand people who front. I can't stand people who, no, I don't like that word. I can't stand. I'd have no tolerance for it. Not this year. I have so much that I have going on in my life that I don't have the tolerance for fakeness. So when I hear the word, I love you, I think my pastor said that on Sunday as I was jetting out of there. He was like, I love you, lady, yo. I'm like, oh, please, sir. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. And it's, it is genuinely, is I thinking, think it is from my first lady and my pastor and the women in the church. And I really believe it. It's just hard. It's just hard. Because I don't want to... Be involved in that word, I love you. I don't want people to say it to me if they're not going to mean it. 
I don't want to be involved with the word. I love you. the words. I love you. But as I was taking that walk, <clears throat> excuse me, as I was taking that walk, God was saying to me, like, you know, you have got to let that go. You have got to let that go. You are not the old person because the old me before I started my healing journey would keep record of what everybody did to me. I mean, old baby, I was keeping records. I don't play about that. Okay, so this is what they did to me in 1992. So I'm gonna get you back. That was the old me. But I was slipping back into that old me last year because I saw when I mean, when I tell you I took some L's last year, I was down, out, down and out, kicked down to the ground. And I saw what people did not do for me. And I'm not talking about loan me money. I'm not talking about give me, a, you know, things like that. I'm not talking about monetary stuff like that. I didn't get cards. I didn't get flowers. I didn't get a word of encouragement. A text can go a long way. I didn't get anybody to say, I'm thinking of you today, lady. Oh, keep your head up. I didn't get any of those things. People went on about their daily lives like I did not exist. And so for a person like myself who suffers from rejection, that was hard on me. So in 2024, I was like, I'm giving up. I'm finna give it to go back to the old me for a hot second. I got to put up, put up that wall. I got to be tough. I got to be tough again because people taking this whole new me, this healing me. They think I'm just a weak chick. You know, I think that's why my ex, the person who, the, the old friend was like, yeah, she down now. You know, this is where I can get her. People, people been taking that as a sign that I was weak. And because I don't cuss and fuss at people anymore, because I don't go off on people anymore, because I just say it is what it is. People just been taking that, you know, like she a little weak. Let me get you right together though. I am not weak because what I have decided is God will fight my battles. I ain't running behind you. The people that betrayed me, I ain't finna run behind you. But I do want you to know that I am not some weakling. And that goes for everybody in my circle who thought it was okay to, to, to treat me the way you did. But I did not, but God said you can't have a wall put up like that. You can't be following me. You can't be walking with me. You cannot do these things and not walk in love. And so I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You don't understand what they did to me. You don't understand how I feel. You don't understand my how broken my heart is. You don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that I poured out to people. You don't understand that. I mean, this year, last year, it was so to the point. Even my husband was walking around saying hateful things to me and, and, and just, you know, like suck it up. And my son would say things. And I'm like, look at these people. These are people that were supposed to love me. And everybody was a jerk. Everybody. And I was like, oh my God. I am not going to be able to do this. But God said, you have to love like you've never been hurt. Let me worry about what they did. But you need to love like you have never been hurt. 
And that goes for everybody around in my circle, my mother, my father, my sister, my nieces, my niece, my nephew, everybody that was around me. You have got to love like you have never been hurt. Friends, sorority sisters, you have got to love like you've never been hurt. And to this day, I now, I still genuinely pray for these people. I love these people. I'm going to continue to love these people. I'm going to continue to keep these people in my prayers. I'm going to always genuinely be happy for anybody that's doing what they need to do. I am genuinely going to continue on this journey with God. I'm going to continue to walk my healing journey. I'm going to continue to be the example I need to set for others. That's why I want you to love like you have never been hurt, even though it's crushing your spirit right now. Even though you sometimes want to throw up at the thought of what these people did to you. Even though you're nervous, even though you are sick to your stomach by what they did. Because don't think that I'm not or have it been, have been. It made me sick to my stomach that a friendship that I really genuinely thought I had was destroyed, not by my doing, by a bunch of lies. And again, when you are at your lowest, when you are at your, your when when you can't, you know, when you don't have anything to give anymore, when you can't do for other people, that is when you find out who your peeps are. That's when you find out. And you shouldn't have to find out the hard way, but sometimes you do. And I thank God for every loss I took last year. I thank God for everything that I'm going through right now. I thank God for seeing me through those things. Because it's giving me a chance to say, God, okay, what do I learn from this? And what I have learned from this is to love like you have never been hurt. Because you do not want to be like those people. I don't want to be a liar. I don't want to be a person who does people dirty. That was the old me. I don't want to be some fake sister. I don't want to be some fake friend. I don't want to be that person. I want to genuinely love people. And that's why with me being here, there are days when I don't, you know, I I would love to go out and have a, you know, a cappuccino or some breakfast or brunch with someone. You know, it's been hard trying to make friends here. A lot of the women are are, already have friends. A lot of the women are a little bougie acting. Um, And so it's hard meeting, you know, at the ripe old age of 47, it's hard trying to meet friends. Because some pe- a lot of people are set in their ways. And so they don't want to let nobody new into their clique. I, I'm on one of the Facebook groups here. And all I keep seeing and hearing is, oh, I want to meet a friend. I want to meet a friend. I want to meet a friend. I want to meet a friend because I've been here a year. I've been here. And every time I, like, I'll try to talk to these people, then you get these stupid things. And I'm like, and I said, God, I ain't fit to be dating. I ain't fit to be out here trying to meet no friend. I ain't fit to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old to be doing this. 
You know, the one friend that I did meet, she ended up moving back, you know, and I genuinely, genuinely thank God for her. I've been using genuinely a lot today, ain't it? (laughs) But I thank God for her. She was an amazing friend to me and she only knew me a year and we looked out for each other. We were genuinely, there I go again, just like close. She was my chicka, you know, and I am very happy and I'm so proud of her. She's become an amazing woman and I'm so proud of her because we both were in broken places. I met her. I actually took her to um, to dinner for her birthday because she said that um, she was having her birthday and she was alone. Because guess what? That's who I am as a person. See, a lot of people don't understand that. I'm the one that sends the cards. I'm the one that sends the text messages. I'm the one that's going to send you flowers. I'm the one that's going to go out of my way to look out for you. But I don't get that back. And so it makes you think, God, what's wrong with me? Here I am changing. Here I am walking with you. Here I am not doing the same old dirty stuff I used to do. And now I can't even get people to be my friend. That's how you start to think. But you let that go because you will find love again. You will find a relationship that's going to be for you. I don't care what they did. I don't care what your friend did. I don't care what your parents did. I don't care what nobody did to you. You will find genuine love again. I will find that genuine friendship. I do have two other friendship friendships too, besides the other young lady. Those are just their family. So I don't count them as my friends. They're my family. But you will find that again. But in order to do that, you're going to have to love like you've never been hurt before. So I'm going to give you three things you can do to start that process. Lady, yo, how do I love? How do I forgive? That's, you know, before I get into the actual points that I wanted to make, forgiveness is going to be the key. That's going to be, I should have, I might have should have made, oh, that is my number one point. Okay, perfect. Forgiveness, that's going to be number one. Forgiveness. Let me tell you about forgiveness. I would not be able to get through everything that I'm going through right now if I haven't forgiven the people that did me dirty. I've even quickly forgiven my ex-friend. I love her. I hope I wish the best for her. I, she's an amazing person in her own right, and I am wishing her the best. But I've forgiven her for the lies. I've forgiven her for the gossiping. I've forgiven her. I forgave her quickly. Because I needed to get away from being upset. I needed to get away from being hurt. I needed to get away. Because again, when you do not forgive, you ain't hurt nobody but yourself. So in order to love like you have never been hurt, you have to embrace forgiveness. Love yourself by releasing the weight of past hurts through forgiveness. Understand that holding on to grudges and resentment only hinders your personal growth. I'm going to tell you something. While y'all sitting up here saying, I can't forgive lady. Oh, you don't know what they did to me. Y'all, I done told y'all what my dad did. And I still took care of this dude. And he went right back and betrayed me again. Oh, okay. Don't tell me that you can't forgive somebody because I don't know what they did. My baby sister, I love her to death. Dirty down dirty. But I've forgiven this person. Because it ain't hurting. You think that my sister and my dad before he died, or my ex-friend, or any of my sorority sisters, or any of people that have been around me and lied and said they love me, you think 
that they are not going on with their lives and, and enjoying themselves while you sitting around soaking about what they did to you, please. You sitting up there mad, you sitting up there soaking, you sitting up there crying, they out partying. They out clicking up. They out building houses. They out enjoying their life like they ain't did nothing to you. So forgive them so you can enjoy your life. I have in, I have embraced forgiveness. I mean, when people do dirty stuff to me, I quickly forgive. Even when I'm in the car, when people cut me off, the old me, boy, the old me. Be wanting to run up on some folk because that's who I was. But I quickly forgive them like, you know what, God, let them, that's stupid on them. Let them do what they need to do. I'm going to get to where I got to go safely. I am, I mean, you have to embrace forgiveness. It's going to be hard, but this is why it has to be a practice. Again, I have forgiven everybody that has hurt me, that has done me dirty. Now, does it hurt? Yes. But I want to love like they have never hurt me before. Because what you're not going to do is give them the benefit of, don't give them the pleasure of thinking that they still mad. She's still mad. She's still mad. I how good for her. She's still mad. But I'm going to still do me. I'm, that's what they, you think that that's not what they're thinking? Child, they ain't thinking about you. And, my, and the people around me wasn't thinking about me. They live in their best lives and not even caring that they hurt me. They're living their best lives. So you need to embrace forgiveness so that you can let go of that weight that is hindering your growth. All right. The second one, prioritize self-care. Oh, lady, yo, what does self-care have to do with this? This is so stupid. Why are you worried about self-care? Because in order for you to embrace forgiveness, you have to practice self-care. I get so tired of people coming to me telling me that they can't practice self-care because they don't have enough time or they can't go to the, the nail place or they can't go do this. First off, that's not all that self-care entails. All right. Showing yourself love by prioritizing self-care. Nurture your physical, emotional, and mental well-being. Establish healthy routines. Indulge in activities that bring you joy. And listen attentively to your needs. If you want to go to church, if that is your way of taking care of your self-care, I mean, indulging in self-care, go to church. I indulge in self-care just like that right now. I go to church on Thursdays. I go to church on Sundays. I'm always going to whatever they have there. I'm right there. Now, although, yeah, I'm still, you know, a little iffy (laughs) about being around people. You know, I I can't believe that I'm the Scorpio social butterfly. I am now like this introvert. I'm like an extrovert introvert. Okay. But self-care is going for a walk by yourself. Self-care is sitting in your home, making it peaceful. Self-care means journaling. Self-care means putting your needs before other people's needs. Because when you start practicing self-care, when you decide that you are going to embrace the forgiveness, now I'm fit to do me. I always tell people, you know, there are a couple of people that I met here and then, you know, and and, and I'll see these same people on Facebook who go out and they'll enjoy themselves and they won't even invite me. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Because I'm my best company. And you know what I like to say too? It's their loss. It's everybody else's loss. I'm an amazing person. 
If you do not believe that about yourself, then you will have trouble being with yourself. I'm an amazing freaking person. I am, I am smart. I make people laugh. I am, I am a, I am a great person. I'm a great friend. I'm a great wife. I'm a great mother. I'm a great church member. I am good to people. So I am my best company if nobody wants to be in my presence. So when you're practicing self-care, you have got to get to a point that you need to love your own company. Stop saying you don't have time, but yet you have time to go out here and scroll social media watching what those people who hurt you did. Or you still friends with people who, you know, are friends with those people or family members. Anytime people come back and tell me about something that I'm not on their Facebook or if I'm not on those, those their social media, I don't care. Let them do them. I don't keep up with those type of people because again, I have let you go. I mean, I, I, I haven't let you go, but I have let you be. So I don't have to follow you. I don't have to see your every move. No, that doesn't make me jealous. First off, I don't want to be around people that ain't got the same goals and dreams as I have. And then my thing is, if they have hurt you, why do you want to keep up with them? Y'all have got to get out of this, well, I just need people in that codependent behavior. Let it go. Let those people be. Embrace forgiveness. Prioritize self-care. And your last one. Celebrate your strength. Focus on your strengths, accomplishments, rather than dwelling on past pain. Acknowledge the resilience that resides within you. Make a conscious effort to celebrate your achievements, both big and small. It really irks my nerve. (laughs) It irks my nerve when in my free group and in my paid group, when my clients are, when I put Wednesday wins and nobody puts anything down there. You mean to tell me y'all life so freaking bad every single solitary day that you ain't got no win? That is an absolute lie. Stop thinking your wins have to be you built a house. Stop thinking your wins have to be you got cash flow. Stop thinking your wins have to be something like that because that's not what celebrating your strengths And your wins look like when I am celebrating my strengths, I am so excited about the fact that I have, I have endured. I took a lot last year and I am celebrating my strengths because no matter what I go through, I still pick myself back up and I keep it moving. I just finished my one of my one, uh, one of another semester in school and my, I, I, I don't know how I got through it. It was hard. I was sick. I wasn't feeling well. I was depressed a little. I was, you know, just going through some things. But every single day I got up and I worked on my schoolwork. And that is my strengths. My strengths is I am an amazing person. I can stand up against anything. 
But see, you have got to put it in your head that just because they don't want to be my friend no more, or just because my husband doesn't love me the way he, I want him to love me, just because my, my family or my friends or my sisters don't love me the way that I need that doesn't make mean that you're a weak person. It doesn't make you a weak person. You are strong. You are resilient. Stop sitting around in victimhood. Celebrate who you are. Celebrate your endurance. Celebrate yourself. Because you have come so far. You've come so far. You've overcome some challenges. You have gotten through some things and you will get past the hurts of being a loved. You will get past that. You will definitely get past that. I'm getting past that. So celebrate your strengths. Practice self-care. Do what you have to do so that you can get better. Embrace that forgiveness because without forgiveness, you are not going to be able to get through any of these steps. Love like you have never been hurt. Don't give them the, the pleasure of thinking you are sitting in your house or wherever you are at and you're moping and you're crying and you are sad about what they did. Because what I've realized about people, they are very calculated. When people hurt you, they calculate how they're going to do that. And this is why you practice forgiveness, but then you move on. I want, don't, I do not want to be these people. I don't want to sit in my house and calculate how I'm going to do somebody dirty. See, that's the problem. See, even when they're out celebrating themselves or doing, you know, their best life and you, you know, living their best life without you on their minds, you need to be thinking about, do you really want to be involved with people that are calculating and conniving? I don't want anything else to do with that type of those type of people. Because that's not who my spirit is anymore. That is not who I am. So if you're moping over some dude who broke your heart after everything you've done for him. But do you really want to be with the dude? Oh, but uh, you know, lady, oh, you just don't understand. And lady, oh, and lady, oh, you don't understand because you're married. Oh, yes, I am married. And my dude be doing some, some, some hurtful things. But guess what? I am not tolerant of his behavior. See, unlike most of you all who are scared to set boundaries, who are scared to be assertive, the one thing about me, I'm going to be assertive. I'm going to tell you what you're not going to do is, and this is in my marriage, because I'm the one that has brought this marriage to where it is, 19 years and counting. And yes, I have to sometimes put him in this place, but it went, but now I don't have to put him in this place to the point where we were cussing and fussing and yelling. See, I've healed myself. See, some of y'all out here healing, but y'all healing for the man, healing for the friend. Heal, no, heal for yourself. So I heal for me. 
And so what I have told my spouse is, what you're not going to do is talk to me like you're crazy. What you're not going to do, if we're having a discussion, I don't even call them arguments anymore. If we're having a discussion, lower your voice. We're we matching energies, and I don't want to match the hateful energy because you already know I'm nuts. <laughs> Anybody who know me know, don't come for me. Don't let the God in me now fool you. What's, the, what's that little saying that goes on these T-shirts? Half holy and half hood. Y'all know me. I'm half holy and I'm half hood because I will bring it. That's why when you see the people that you forgive, you know, living their best lives and doing what they're doing, they sometimes think that you've forgotten about it or that you just ain't going to do nothing. I ain't got to because I hang out with a better person. He's God. He going to get you. And guess what? The one thing about me now is even if you come crawling back to me, I'm going to help you. See, because what I've learned on my journey of taking those L's last year is to never be like those people. I don't want to be like those people. I don't want to live a life where I lie, I connive, I scam. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be in that life. I want to be a life where I am joyful. I want to be healed. I don't want to have to be looking over my shoulders because I've lied about something or I've lied to somebody. I don't want to have to be looking over my shoulder because I scammed to get what I want. Everything that's going to come for me, for me, is going to be for me. And when people see what comes to me, they're going to wonder how I was still standing. And that goes for you. Love like you have never been hurt. Teach people how to treat you so that when you go into your next relationship, your next friendship, your next place, you won't take that stink with you. You won't take that, I, I, I just don't love nobody and I, I don't know how to let you in. You will be able to move on. And if you don't do anything this year, you have got to do that. You have got to move on. You have got to get on your healing journey. You have got to get in therapy. You have got to get in groups and and get mentorship and do the things that you need to get to a place in your life where these things just kind of roll off you. Remember, I told y'all, now somebody cut me off and I've had people cut me off, stick their finger up at me, and I just look over there at them. Because, sir, you mad. You mad. Because I don't have the energy anymore to be mad. Because guess what? I wouldn't be able to finish getting this semester together. I'm out here walking on my masters. See, the people that cut, the people that do you dirty, they, nine times out of ten, they ain't working on nothing. You, they might look like it on Facebook that they're doing some things, okay? But y'all, is, y'all don't, y'all know already know they scammers. You already know they liars. You already know they ain't doing nothing right. So why are you mad? I'm working on my masters. You think I have time to sit around to worry about people who betrayed me, who 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 did me dirty? And I don't. If you were more focused on getting your life together. You wouldn't care about what they did. Does it hurt? Yes. 
Will you get when you get better? You will. And every single day you will get stronger. Every single day you will get wiser. But it starts with you. It starts with you. So that's it. That is it. The first episode of the fifth season. I got through it. And I sound amazing. My my lungs are not feeling like they're collapsing. I feel amazing. And that is something to celebrate. So when you don't think you have anything to celebrate, you better think of something. Because you got something to celebrate. And I'm celebrating being able to get through this podcast in my fifth season. I'm excited about that. Now, if you're ready to take your journey to another level, if you're ready to start your journey, if you're tired of messing around and tired of feeling, feeling sad, if you're tired of feeling depressed, you need accountability, then please consider me being your coach. Consider joining my group coaching program, Renew Her, our group coaching community. Where it's a small group of women right now where we are actually just loving on each other, healing with each other, growing with each other. We are not playing this year. And this is a community where you get homework, support. This is a community where you are free to be yourself. No judgment. But you got to be serious about this thing. Yes, there is a charge, but you got to be serious about it. And even if you don't want me to be your coach, if you don't want to join my coaching community, there are so many free coaching communities. There are so many therapists out here. There are so many counselors out here. There are so many mentors and people. But the thing about it is y'all could do all of that. If you don't actually take action and do the work, then you're going to be stuck in 2023. And I tell my clients this every day. If you don't do the homework, if you don't do the journaling exercises, if you don't put that stuff into motion, if you don't do the work, then you are going to be recycling 2023, 2022 into 2024. And then by the end of the year, you're going to be, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. But it's February, what, 3rd, 4th, and you still haven't started. Your healing begins with you. If you're going to love like you have never been hurt, you have got to put in the work. So more in 2024, that should be your motto. More healing, more growing, more transformation. Get to the point in your life where you can love like you've never been hurt. I'm your host, Coach Lady O. Peace. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.